Welcome to Students Incorporated, a podcast exploring the topics of business, education, technology, and design. I'm your host, Mr. Jason. Join me weekly as my team and I produce content that's informative, positive, fun, and uplifting. Episodes include student conversations, interviews with thought leaders, and inspirational stories with an international flavor. This podcast is created and produced with the help of students from the International Community School of Bangkok. In today's episode, we get into some tech talk with Mr. James about the subject of educational technology, then followed by a discussion about the pros and cons of technology. I'm joined by co-hosts Rebecca and Premi. Before we get into segment one, let's hear our quote of the day and get some headline news. Our quote of the day comes from George Koros. He is quoted to have said, Technology will never replace great teachers, but in the hands of great teachers, it's transformational. This quote emphasizes the importance of teachers in the educational system, acknowledging that technology alone cannot replicate the impact of a talented teacher. However, when used effectively by skilled educators, technology has the power to revolutionize the learning experience. Here are some tech-focused news headlines. Our first headlines come from two days ago, the Global Tech Summit 2023 held in Seoul, South Korea, where business and political experts came to discuss the role that technology could play in solving global issues. The summit also provides participants the opportunity to learn from talks and connect with speakers. The Global Tech Summit also works with local host country partners, providing better insights into some of the local tech trends. And now onto the topic of blockchain. Blockchain event organizer IBEO will be collaborating with its partners to host a 2023 tech investment show at the Queen Siddiqui National Convention Center from October 26 to 29. The event will be mainly focused on business and technology with an additional focus on sustainability. There will be speakers from around the world attending different panel sessions and activities that will allow participants to develop sustainable business practices and more. And finally, in another controversial move after taking over Twitter and rebranding it X, Tesla CEO Elon Musk has recently stated in an interview that X will be considering adding a small fee for all its users. This is to help combat the many bots on the platform. The statement was met with widespread dissatisfaction with X users voicing their disapproval on the site. The addition of a monthly fee to the site may cause more users to withdraw from the platform, which could then have effects on its short-term profitability. Thank you for the quote and news headlines. Speaking of tech platforms, did you know Students Incorporated is listed on six podcast streaming platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and several others? We're also on Instagram, YouTube, and X, formerly known as Twitter. I wanted to point that out so our listeners know we are not just a one-platform show. So depending on your platform preference, you should be able to find us. Okay, let's jump into our first segment. Welcome to the show, Mr. James. Would you like to introduce yourself and then tell us a little bit about yourself, as well as what inspired you to major in technology? Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I have been a teacher at ICS for 15 years, always in middle school, loving it and enjoying it. Oh, wow, that's great. That's quite a long time, too. And thank you so much. Now, jumping into our first question, if you could change your name for a day, what would it be? I probably wouldn't change my name uh, because student already starting calling me Mr. Handsome James. So I want to keep that, uh, not just for a day, but just for a year, maybe. What's some of the coolest technology you've seen in a movie or TV show recently? Uh, I love Mission Impossible. I like the theme song too. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil the movie, but 
the last one, the last one is involved with AI. Um, to talk about technology is probably the previous one. Remember the one that they used the grope to climb the building? Uh, 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 that one, that probably the, the one I love the most. I keep saying I'll watch it, but I never get the time to, so I'll have to watch it. I have to. I have to, I have to. All right, now easing into tech talk with intersecting with education. What are some key skills necessary for students within the field of technology? Basic one, they have to be able to turn on the computer. They use a lot of laptop, right? But the, uh, the PC or the one at home that you have to actually put the button to turn it on. And believe it or not, a lot of teachers also need that skill as well. I said, my computer doesn't turn on. Okay, check the switch. So that's basic thing that they need. Everybody need that. Now, what are some of the biggest challenges you face when teaching technology in a classroom setting? Right now, students have been using iPad or touchscreen at home all the time. So they assume that everything is touchscreen. We have iPad, right? Yeah. So they thought it's touchscreen. So I have fingerprint all over my screen. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's the challenge to tell them, no, this is not a touchscreen. Right. That, that is some challenge. That is a challenge indeed. And how do you expect educational technology to change in the future? I think AI has been involved with a lot of things, not only in techno- uh, in education, but in other parts as well. So I think AI is going to be a part of things that we have to adapt to. Um, you probably heard of ChatGPT and those sort of things. I think that's going to be involved in education even more. Oh, I see. It will be really interesting to see the changes technology will bring for education. Now diving deeper, administrators, teachers, students, and parents are all stakeholders for education. With that in mind, what kind of advice would you give to each of these groups about the use of technology in school and at home? Um, I don't have specific advice for each group, but I have overall advice for all of them. Um, my advice would be, don't be afraid of them. Just uh, get into it, embrace it, and learn from it together. Not just from one part of the society, just do it together. I think I'm excited to see a new things and I believe that God has given us the brain to create a new things and technology is part of that. And I'm excited to see new things coming up our way. And that concludes our first segment. We'll be right back with our second segment right after this short announcement. One, two, three, four. The schedule for ICS students athletes seems to be very full these days. Both our girls and boys varsity volleyball teams are traveling abroad to play in ACSC tournaments. Let's go, Eagles! Moving on to some college admission news. We've had several college representatives visit as well as college information seasons. Make sure to take advantage of the opportunity to visit with the college reps. Lots more will be coming soon. October is the busy month on the Thai event calendar with several festivals and celebrations that reflect Thai traditions and cultural values. Make sure to check it out. We are back with our second segment with Mr. James, and we're still talking about technology. And specifically, we wanted to discuss some of the pros and cons associated with today's youth and the use of technology. Premi will start us off. To start this segment off, diving right back into technology. What are some big pros of technology when it comes to today's youth? Today, all information is available for them to search and find at their own fingertip 24-7. So, and whenever you want to look for something, it's there for, for them. Also, the the other products can see is that it seems like technology is getting cheaper and cheaper. You can get a uh, computer cheaper than 
back in my time. What are some big cons of technology when it comes to today's use? Since we have technology available, right, and information available, so that's become too much. It's like information overload. They have so many sources, and you have to decide which one is reliable, which one that you should trust, and some of them even contrast with each other. And that's one thing that confuses to other people, and the fear of. Being left out from social media—that's mm-hmm. the other con. I can say that. Oh, what if? I don't know about that. And right. you know, other thing that we see happen even at school is either online or offline cyberbullying. That's mm-hmm. other things that happening, and the isolations when kids have uh, device on their own right. by themselves and uh, they keep spending time on that. They can be lonely. They can be depressed and mm-hmm. be isolated in their own corner. Yeah, for sure. And there's like like FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Yeah. Or like just like yeah, mental health impacts. There are drawbacks yeah. to reverse like to counter the positive impacts that technology brings. And out of some of these cons, which ones would you say seems to cause the biggest issue? I would say the isolation, the one that being alone with the device, and then. Can cause other things, and can cause you to become depressed, and can cause you to become like the fear of being left out, and other things. And I heard that it become a disease that when you don't have your phone with you, it seems like something is missing from you. It's like you have a headache, you have all sort of symptom because you don't have your device with you. So I would say that's the biggest thing if it go that extreme. That's when technology and phones-like devices became our master instead of God. Are you seeing or hearing about any type of solutions that may help us mitigate the negative impact that comes with the cons you shared? I I don't think we have any solution yet, but I have some suggestion. Right? I I think that the time limit to set the, up the time limit for screen time uh, limited to one hour a day, if possible. I don't know that is that could be possible or not. Right. But if we can set up the Screen time, or even uh, set up the age limit, like uh, wait until they're in middle school before giving them a phone mm-hmm. or something. I'm not sure that you agree with that or not, but even if it not solve the problem, it will reduce the problem that might come later. Yeah, right for sure. And I feel like all of the solutions that will be proposed are like very nuanced in a way that everyone will disagree, and not there is no one solution that everyone will agree on, and there's no one solution that. Will be beneficial to everyone, yeah. so it's like very nuanced in a way, and it's such a big problem that it's it's hard to find like one simple problem, one simple solution that would be like the answer. Yeah, and and it's not only up to one person; it's have to be come as a community to help. Personally, them. yeah, it's not just like the ch- the child, right? It's like the child, the parent, the teachers, family. It's like a, a joint effort for this issue. I feel like if we work on it more, and we think about it more, and work together more, it it can be promising. Yeah, and I think we already start to see that this is a problem, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, we are looking to it, and everybody's yeah, starting sure. the things and try to find the solutions. Yeah, the first like step to solving a problem would be like acknowledging it. Yeah, right. So we're on that that step, and now back on the topic of challenges, but this time with a historical twist. What were some of the challenges you had with technology back in your day? How would you say this has changed now? Okay, how long do you have? I have so many. Oh right, okay. Mm. Uh, let's from whenever you want, <laughs> and we can like trace back from there, and we can gradually go 
to right now? Uh, Where do you want to start? <laughs> um, let's start with my first computer. All right. Uh, um, the challenge that I have is it took 15 minutes at least to boot my computer. Oh, wow. Once I press the power button, <laughs> I just go make a cup of coffee, come back, it's still loading. Uh, oh, no. The, uh, even Windows 95 is still loading. Is, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. You almost finish your coffee and then, oh, it's ready for you to use. Oh, so, <laughs> And um, the problem with computer that I have back in my day is like, we use floppy disk, you know. I, I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, the floppy disk is so small. It's okay. 1.4 megabyte. Oh, wow. 1.4 MB. Not even gigabyte. All right. I'm imagining that on my phone right now. It doesn't work. So you probably can save one document, oh, one no. document on it. Not even a picture. Oh, so, no. Yeah. So if you have a movie, it's impossible to put okay. it in. So, but I'm glad that it's developing. We have everything, uh, even the internet. Right. To get online, you need a modem. You have to dial on a modem, wait for it to connect it. And it's so expensive. Yeah, I can must imagine. be rich to, in order to get online in order to access internet. So I'm glad that I'm past that stage and I'm right here with all the technology that we have right now. Well, that sounds crazy. We have more advanced technology right now like yeah. and faster internet. And they still complain that this, my computer is too slow. Yeah, that's true. What are your thoughts about a free internet and the idea of open source? I love it. I supporting this. I think we already start having free Wi-Fi everywhere now. So uh, with free Wi-Fi, you can access internet. I think it's a good thing. It's one people have uh, free internet. You can get information anytime we want. And right. that's a good thing. And with open source, that's even better. When, when there's uh, open source available, people can come and try new things. They can uh, code a new thing. We can have a new apps. We can have on all new technology from open source. So I, I'm supporting this 100%. Yeah. Do you think there should be a limit to how much information is accessible to everyone, anywhere, any information? Or do you think there still should be some like limit as to or boundary as to where that extent should stop? I don't think the limit should be with the information. I think the limit should be on how people use it. Hey, when you have that information, what are you going to use that information? Right. I don't think who can be the police of this who can right. check it's the internet. No one, yeah. It's not happening yet, though. Uh, so that is true. So something that we're looking forward to. And but I, I I support this idea. So when we have everything's open, so right. that's, good things should come out of that. Mm-hmm. What do you think of like having like an open source or like having access to anything and all information? I feel like in terms of like, that would be great for transparency. Because I feel like with a lot of things, when people have, or, or it helps with like um, unequal distribution of wealth too. Because right? people who tend to be more impoverished would like tend to have less access to information. So having like an equal access to information for everyone would like help in a way um, close that gap. But I do feel that like with transparency, would you feel like governmental officials or like governmental documents yeah how do you feel about that being in the open and like ac- being accessible that's good point um i didn't think of that yeah that's some information have to be right. yeah. confidential right confidential yeah um that's a good point i, have, I didn't really think of that yeah so definitely so some personal information i don't want to be open to public anyone can access that yeah right. so yeah. that that yeah you scare me now <laughs> 
oh yeah now you thought you like you mentioned personal right and that just made me think too right because like oh right because i feel like some of the one of the dangers or one of what people find scary with today's like how open information is is like your personal privacy yeah and easy to access right and sometimes like i feel like sometimes it scares a lot of people too like if you like go to google and you search up your your full name and then you see a picture of yourself and you're like wait 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 i did not upload that to google how do they have that that's very interesting yeah so i I think we do need someone to govern that and look into that and how that will be governed will be another interesting yeah thing to think about but yeah i see where you're coming from though with like information being out in the open and being accessible so certain information right 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 yeah (laughs) for sure for sure and now we know that some technologies like social media can have a negative impact on a person's mental health in fact research shows that teens who use technology for more than an hour each day are more likely to report feeling depressed lonely or anxious and this report is by the children's health what are your thoughts on the impacts of technology on mental health and how we can help each other in that area? Yeah, definitely. Anything that do that's too much is always harmful. If if you spend too much time on anything and mm-hmm. and social media or, or technology can be addictive, right? Okay. Um, if you scroll down through Instagram, it's keep coming, the feed is keep coming. They, and that's keep coming. Yeah, it's get longer and longer. My suggestion would be just put it down, right? But it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I understand. Exactly. I, myself is like, oh, I've spent half an hour on this already. Right, you don't realize it. Yeah. So um, if they can, put it down, go out, play some sport, play volleyball, play basketball, do something with your friend, do something that a team sport, do something that together with your friend or even have a cup of coffee. Go out in simple coffee, have a couple of your friends or something. Yeah, there's some ways we can help lessen and reduce the negative impacts on a person's mental health but i feel like mental health and technology now is so intertwined in a way that the use of technology or like how long you use it can definitely impact mental health like i said it, anything that you spend too long on it right it, it, yeah but if you just right too long then you can get injured i'm not going to blame so much social media for that yeah uh, no i that's get true connected with my friend 20 years ago right. through Facebook right. so uh, who live far away from each other so it's a good thing mm-hmm. but when you spend too much time on it right so it's depending on how you use it technology is good but don't spend too much time on it and then that will cause mental issue depression or other things I agree so like technology is only a tool yeah. and don't let it be part of us thanks for today's talking thank you And with that last helpful piece of advice, we have run out of time. Thanks again for joining us, Mr. James. This is an important topic to always keep talking about, especially with today's youth. As we end this episode, I'm reminded of our talk with Mrs. Heather about the topic of having a healthy balance in our lives. That same concept could be applied to how we use technology to have a healthy balance and not let technology rule us, but rather we rule technology since we're the ones that created it and maintain it. Some food for thought. Stay tuned for our next episode as we jump into a discussion about politics with several student council members. As always, this podcast would not be possible without the hard work and support of our international student production team. 
All music and sound effects are courtesy of Pixabay.com, a vibrant community of creatives sharing copyright-free images, videos, and music. And we are signing off until next time. We are Students Incorporated because your voice matters. Thank you.